0: Everybody be cool. You, be cool. first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Is this a dream? Unfortunately, no one can told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself.
1: I hope not. If it were, they'd be wrong. Come with me if you want to live. Hello and welcome to the BBC podcast. I'm Joe, and I'm joined today by uh, BBC film examiner Caitlin. Hey, uh, Dan, Caitlin.
0: I'm good, thanks, Joe. How are you?
1: Yeah, pretty good. You've, uh, I think, this is your third or fourth or fifth podcast. I
0: can't. I've not done remember. one recently, but yes, yeah. I've, I've appeared on the podcast before.
1: Yeah, no, that's right. So um, today we're looking at the classification history of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um, I'm sure I don't really need to say much about that film. It's so well known and so popular. Uh, And we've received a request from Steve Beach um, asking us to discuss the film. And he said that uh, when it was released, it had an A certificate. I know that it was subjected to cuts at the time to prevent it gaining an AA certificate. But I'd love to know more about the contemporary thinking around this and the subsequent revisions that have currently classified it at 15. So, um, Caitlin, obviously neither of us were... Here at the time when uh, the Holy Grail was classified, but um, I know I can see you've got a lot of notes in front of you, and I gather it's got quite an interesting um, sort of history at the board. So, w- what did the board uh, make of the film when it was first submitted for classification?
0: Well, yes, it's a slightly complicated history on this one. So, actually, it's nice to have a chance to really dig into the file and and get to the bottom of um, of its various classifications with the BBFC. The BBC's first involvement with this film was when the script was sent into the then BBC secretary Stephen Murphy for advice in March 1974 and this is something that we still do actually companies can submit a script before any of the film has actually been shot, um, in order to get some advice on what the classification is likely to be. And you can imagine, for maybe a big special effects film, you maybe don't want to spend all the money on filming those sequences if it's going to leave you with a classification you can't use.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. So it's something we still do occasionally. But this was 1974. The script came in, and the filmmakers then were advised that they would probably get an X for it. So in 1974 um, an X certificate meant that nobody under the age of 18 could be admitted to see the film so obviously that's going to restrict the number of people that can go and see it. And this was mainly for um, uses of the C word in the script, some other strong language and, and some cruder sex references than are in the finished version now. These revisions were made and the film was then submitted to the BBFC for a classification in February 1975. So the changes they suggested to the script have been made, and this is why sometimes people ask where this stronger version is, this X-rated version of the film. The, the fact is it, it simply never existed. Those sequences were never filmed, so they can't now be restored into you know, a director's cut of the film sure, or whatever. Sure. So the version that we did receive in 1975 would receive a double A or an AA certificate. That meant that nobody under the age of 14 would be admitted to it. However, the distributor of the film really wanted to achieve an A certificate. A doesn't really have a modern equivalent. It's, it doesn't stop anybody from going to see the film, but it's an advisory category, so anyone can go and see it, but parents are advised that there's going to be content there that is not suitable for younger viewers, similar in a sense to PG or perhaps 12A now. So it became obvious that in order to gain this A certificate, further changes were going to be necessary.
1: That's interesting. It makes you wonder. I mean, obviously, we don't have a copy of the original script, but I mean, did the knights who say knee originally say knee? I wonder, or, you know, John Cleese saying, you know, I fart in your general direction. You kind of wonder what (laughs) what that could have been if the stronger version had been filmed.
0: Well, I'm sure there are plenty of Python experts who will have some knowledge of the original script and could maybe yeah. fill in those gaps
1: for us. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I, you know, it'd be interesting to get to ask someone, wouldn't it? So, do we have any record of what those changes actually were that were suggested to the script?
0: We do. I've been looking through the file. We have the letter that was sent to the distributor on the 12th of February 1975, listing the following reductions that were suggested in order for them to achieve this preferred A certificate that they were looking for. Um, so, this is. Quite precise, but I know people like to know the details. Um, in real one, in the fight between the green and the black knight, the stab through the visor and the blood gush was considered problematic at the A category. Um, in real two, there was the repeated and gratuitous use of the phrase "Jesus Christ," and the shot of historian AJP Taylor having his throat cut was considered too bloody for the A certificate. And further changes suggested were in real three: the use of the phrase "oral sex," uh, somebody saying "shit." and in real fall, a close-up of some blood on the bride's mouth. Now, these were the initial suggestions that were sent to the distributor, but there was some toing and fro over this and further discussion, particularly over the suggested reductions to the language. And it's all to do with who the distributor wanted to make the film available to. Um, they wanted, say, 11-year-olds to be able to see the film, but as Stephen Murphy pointed out, the A certificate would mean that children as young as five would be able to go and see it. Um, We didn't have these in-between categories that we have now. The Monty Python TV programme was being broadcast at 8.30pm, which perhaps suggested that the the general audience for that was more akin to a a double A audience you know 14 plus certainly sort of slightly older children and teenagers rather than the very little ones that an A certificate would perhaps open it up to so there's lots of discussion about this Um, and eventually what was agreed was that the distributor removed the shots of blood gushing from the Green Knight's visor, um, the shot of blood gushing from the historian's neck and a couple of the uses of Jesus Christ were substituted with some other phrases instead. But the argument was accepted that the other language and scenes were important to the storyline, there were key comic moments in the film and that they should be retained. So some of these cuts were made, as I've I've just said, and then the BBC looked at the film again once the reduced list of cuts had been made. So it was eventually classified with the A certificate after cuts had been made on the 4th of March
1: 1975. So as our questioner, Steve, asks, uh, the film's now 15, so what happened after the 1975 cinema release?
0: Well, the work wasn't classified uh, on video until 1988, and that is a year before the 12 certificate became available for cinema releases. And in fact, you couldn't have a, a 12 for video releases until 1994. So, in 1988, this film was—it was a choice for the examiners between a PG certificate or a 15 certificate. And obviously, there's quite a big gap between those two categories. And this film sort of sits right in the middle. So in considering whether to give it a PG on, on video in 1988, they were a bit uncomfortable with the oral sex joke at PG and also some of the bloody comic violence. So it's decided that it should be given a 15 classification instead. So that's why it has a 15 classification for video and home entertainment.
1: So uh, what's its classification today? So obviously we've got the 12 and the 12A. Um, has it come back into to the board since?
0: Uh, yes, it's been recently resubmitted on film and was classified 12A in 2015 with the BBFC insight, moderate sex references, comic violence, which I think is probably the the natural place for this film to sit at. It was always a bit uncomfortable at, at PGA, it's a little bit too strong for that. And then giving it a 15 or a double A classification also seemed like a bit of an over classification. So 12A is a good place for it, I think.
1: That's interesting to sort of see how, um, I suppose, audience considerations can sort of shape a film in that. I mean, this is before the board even saw the film, that these, these changes were instigated. So, finally, Caitlin, I, I think um, I would be remiss in doing a podcast uh, about uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail if I, if I didn't ask you what the airspeed velocity of Unladen Swallow is.
0: Well, African or European. Ah,
1: excellent that's a correct question thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> you've passed uh, so thanks very much that's, a, that's an interesting look at a film and I, I had no idea that um there was a strong version out there originally and don't forget that if you'd like to uh, ask us to speak about a particular film or a particular issue you can contact, contact us um, you can do so at podcast at bbfc.co.uk uh, via email or, or you can use the podcast feedback form on our, on the podcast page of our website or you can tweet to us uh, at at bbfc